The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, now with less nudity. My name is Jason. That's Kevin. Kev, what's up, bud? Jason, I got a rage. Okay. And I got a rage against Wilco. And I need you as my best friend slash platonic life partner uh-huh. to support me in this and not be a contrarian, not be like, well, you know. I need so I just before I begin what I'm gonna rant about, I just need you to commit to blind support. Sure, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Wilco, Jeff. Wilco management team, I think Crystal and John or Crystal and Josh, uh, you're all great people. You're messing up big time, and let me tell you. So, Jason, listeners, there's this country called Canada. Lots of great people reside there, including some mediocre people like me. And we're big Wilco fans. This whole country, we love Wilco. And in fact, I think the country of Canada has created musicians who've created music that has been influential to wilco and i would go as far to say if canada was wiped off the surface of the earth in the mid 20th century wilco probably wouldn't be a band or if they were they'd be a very different band because of course we wouldn't have neil young uh uh, joni mitchell uh the bare naked ladies alanis morissette all these artists okay some of those might be more influential to jeff hold on leonard cohen hold on serious question what circumstance is canada wiped off the map by like because if it's interstellar like war... travelers have wiped they've taken canada literally the ground and everyone on it, and they removed it in 1950 so now leonard cohen's gone neil young's gone Joni okay, mitchell so, yeah this gone. makes sense it, 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 so, your scenario makes sense okay cool okay thank you so i'm just just trying to dictate that, that canada is important to wilco or uh and and wilco is important to canada uh-huh. but wilco's not acting like canada is important to them and let me tell you why jason oh my god so, i forgot i i you you've been going on for so long that i forgot what we the original point was <laughs> i know i know I, i'll get to it i'll get to it right now okay in the year 2020 wilco was on tour in canada and i will tell you this was not a full canadian tour but this was their first time playing a lot of canadian cities in a row in quite a long time fun trivia fact the last time there's a full canadian tour was February 2010 because it started during the Vancouver Olympics. That's how long ago it was. When 12 do, years ago. When they do a Canadian tour, do, is it like a Canadian tour and a North American, like a North American in general? It'll be a probably a a leg of a tour, and then they'd go and do some American dates too. Because they, they play Canada. If you know you're gonna play maybe Victoria, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, Saskatoon or Regina, probably not both. Winnipeg. Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, maybe Fredericton. So that's a two-week tour, right? Um, so maybe a couple other cities in there, but something kind of like that. So Wilco did a, a show in Canada in Winnipeg. I was there on March 11th, 2020. That's the day everything shut down. They were driving to Calgary to do a show out there. And while they were halfway there, the tour got canceled. COVID really like shut everything down. They went back. Uh, they attempted, and they had also had a show lined up in Vancouver, Vancouver, BC, my birth city, Jason. So, so anyways, they canceled the tour. They had a, a run of shows. They're going to go into the States, into Portland, Oregon, 
You know, you know, America has two Portlands. We need to talk about that in another episode because that's crazy. So <laughs> they eventually rebooked the tour, but not the Canadian dates. And they outright canceled the Vancouver and the Calgary show. COVID, we, Canada's open. I saw Courtney Barnett a few months ago. She's from Australia. If she can play Canada, Wilco can definitely play Canada. Uh, and and you know what, Jason, though, good news is they announced the Canadian show this week in Toronto, the most American Canadian city. Uh, Toronto, and, is that near New York? Uh, well, uh, it's, it's in New York State, yes. Buffalo, New York. Right, yeah. Uh, it, it's like the fourth largest city in Niagara North America. Falls, largest right? city in Canada. Niagara Falls. Well, that's not in Toronto. That's in Ontario, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, it's on the Great Lakes. Cool. So um, uh, it's where Drake is from. I'm just trying to visualize, so I, I stay with you. Right? So I'm yeah. just trying to visualize. Okay. Yeah. okay. So the, they announced this, and the promoters for this show have said, this is going to be Wilco's only Canadian tour date this summer. Flat out said that? So that they've... They've ruined, so they've, they've, we're not going to get any more Canadian dates. We still have this outstanding Calgary and Vancouver show. So why, Wilco, make it right. Jeff Tweedy, Michael Jorgensen, Pat Sanson, Nels Klein, Glenn Kochi, John Stewart. Make it right. Rebook the Vancouver show. Rebook the Calgary show. Play Edmonton, Saskatoon, and Winnipeg. Apologize. We gave you Neil Young. The least you can do is come play Impossible Germany for me. I can't, I can't take you seriously when you say you have a city named Saskatoon. <laughs> we do have a city named Saskatoon. We also have a city in Saskatchewan uh, named Regina. Yeah, that one's kind of funny, too. That one's kind of funny, too. I remember watching uh, – for some, I couldn't sleep. I was in high school. I was up way too late. I was watching Carson Daly. He used to have a show after yeah. um, Conan. Late, later and Carson someone Daly. said, yeah, I just shot my movie in Regina. And Carson Daly laughed for like 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, Carson. It, it's this? not that funny. Um, uh Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, though. Beautiful city. Um, <laughs> Beautiful city. Terrible people. <laughs> well, no, no. The people that are great. Cana Mid-Prairie uh, Canadians, they're hardy people. <sighs> Listen, I just want Wilco to come play Canada. I, I feel like we're, o we're owed these Canadian shows. I'm also mad at the National. The National uh, had a show booked here in Winnipeg. I didn't know you liked the National. I love the National. I love uh, the they had National, a show, too. They had a show booked here in Winnipeg. It's sold out. Cincinnati it was the only uh, yeah, Ohio band, Ohio, Blood Buzz, Ohio. Everything I know about Ohio, I learned from the National. <laughs> uh, and the Drew Carey Show theme song, as we've previously discussed. Um, and they had a show out here booked. Uh, they canceled the show um, because of COVID. And they have now booked a whole bunch of uh, new dates, including other Canadian dates, but not Winnipeg. And I'm like, we sold out the show. You guys owe us a show. It, we'll come. We'll sell out. Van Vancouver always shows up for Wilco shows. But Wilco hasn't played Vancouver since the Star Wars tour. The Star Wars tour, Jason. 2015? Yes. Yes. The Star Wars tour from 2015. I'm kind of joking a little bit, but I am also serious. I think Wilco needs to needs to make it right. You got all these fans hyped. They booked a show, Jason. Let me tell you this. They booked a show in Bellingham, Washington, which is like you can see Canada from it. Just drive the extra 30 minutes. Come to Canada. We're not going to hurt you. We're good people. We're highly vaccinated. If, if, if people are going to a Wilco show, I, I would estimate that that audience is like 95% vaccinated. We'll all wear masks. If that's what it takes, we will all mask up to make the band feel safe. But Jeff, boys, Wilco management, Wilco team, uh, please, please, I'm begging you. Come play Canada. The five to seven year gaps in between Vancouver tour dates 
ridiculous. The 10-year gaps between Saskatoon tour dates, Jason? Ridiculous. They need to come back. <sighs> I feel like you're just putting a lot of pressure on men. Like they, they, There's only so much time in a year, and how much time do they want to tour? They have families and stuff, you know, so. Well, listen, if they can tour and play, like, uh, San Diego and San Francisco and Los Angeles and uh, Sacramento and all these California cities uh, that are all, you know, an hour from each other or, or two hours from each other, they can come and play Vancouver, BC, okay? World-class city. One of the most beautiful cities you'll ever see, Jason. I'm talking mountains, forests, the ocean. It's beautiful. Orca whales. Uh, my favorite sports team, the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, though, of course, they won't be playing in the summer when Wilco should come. The other thing, too, is when Wilco last did their Canadian tour, and I'll stop talking about this after this. When Wilco last did their Canadian tour, they did in February 2010. The middle of winter. So if you were like a Canadian fan and wanted to drive to all the dates, follow the, you're like driving through treacherous blizzard roads. Oh they need God. to make it right and do a Canadian tour in summer or at least late spring, early fall. I'll take any of those seasons. Interesting. I wonder what they do. Okay, so when they take the long – because they, they have taken long periods of not touring. Like I wonder what they do for money during that time. Like they don't have any – do they just not have income during that time? And I, I wonder what, so, you know, be an interesting uh, podcast is one where you talk, you talk to musicians who are, you know, they're, they're professional musicians, but they're not like to the point to where that's their main job yet. How do they, how does that work? And what is that like being at that stage in your uh, musical career? That would be an uh, interesting podcast. Yeah, and unfortunately, like, like, and maybe from a musician who's been a musician for a while, right? Like, before streaming and after streaming, what's the difference, right? In the 90s, um, yeah. could you, you know, as a mid-tier level band, did you need to have a second level job, a second job? And now are the, you know, if you order, um, uh, you know, um, Grubhub, is that something in the States? What is it? The yeah, DoorDash? Yeah, uh, uh, Uber Eats, Uber Eats yeah, up here that. to skip the dishes. If you order that, you know, are you getting musicians and artists and stuff like that who are, you know, between albums or, or trying to supplement their income because stream you can't tour right now because of COVID as easily or you couldn't, you know, a year ago. Um, you know, streaming uh, services are down and, you know, Fan Camp Friday is only going to take you so far, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, Kev, what, what song are we talking about tonight? That is a great question. I got so worked up. I don't know what know. song. We're going to do the song White Wooden Cross off Ode to Joy. And this song's kind of got like a, a little bit of a, like a, I don't know what, I don't know much about, um, I don't know much about anything, but it's got like a rhythm to it that I feel like I could almost dance to, Jason, like a salsa yeah. type dance, like a. Kind of, and and the the instrumentation's uh, pretty interesting. This is one of the more interesting songs off of Ode to Joy, in my opinion. Um, like you, know, we all know, I'm not a big fan of Ode to Joy, but this is one of the more interesting songs off of. You you keep saying you're not a big fan of Ode to Joy, but every time we do an Ode to Joy episode, I think almost every time, definitely the majority of the time, you're like, yeah, that's actually pretty good. I think you're, I think you're secretly becoming. An Ode to Joy fan. That's possible. I mean, that, you know, that's that's uh, a way things happen. So yeah, that's possible. Um, Should we dive in? 
Guys, if you go to abcwoke.com, find all the ways to support the show, the most important of which is leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or giving a follow on Spotify. See that that little guitar line? Dun, 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 dun. That's, I mean, that was so perfect right there. And, and the piano line after it, that just yeah, that one right there. It's just like this chord, but the doo -doo -doo -doo, just making like an echo in the song, right? So much going on right now. It's just crazy. Uh, the drums still very much owed to Joy. Like you're not hearing hi hat or anything like that in it. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's it's different than the rest of the album, but it still sounds very much like Ode to Joy. You, so you said that it was a conscious choice, right? Like he just said, I'm not using symbols or anything like this. Uh, Jason, can I get a little bit of more of you in my headphones? Yeah, I can do that. I'm missing your sultry tones. Okay, how's that? Is that better? Uh, a little bit, a little bit more, and I think we'll be good. Um, okay. There we go. Uh, yeah, musically, the song's really interesting and very, like, different from anything else in the Wilco canon. Yeah, this is, that guitar is awesome. Yeah, a little bit of Nels there. Remind us what we're listening to. So do you have the, uh, who played what on this? The, the liner no, Schmilko, um, Star Wars, Ode to Joy don't have the listings, unfortunately. So um, that's something hopefully they'll add uh, on the next album. Because there's enough going on for everybody to have something to do. Yeah, so. I'm sure everyone's always playing something, unless it's like um, normal American kids or something. But um, And you can make a lot of assumptions. But even like this solo there, Slide, I'm assuming it's Nels, but it could be Pat, because Pat does a, um, some slide work from time to time. It did sound kind of Nelsy though. Yeah, that, that was definitely Nels playing, for sure. But He I'm, has like, I'm, there's a sound to his slide. When he, there, there's a sound to that that it's just it's if I heard it somewhere else I would say oh that guy listens to Wilco yeah it's very distinctive I don't know what it is if it's like the notes he defaults to or uh, but it's the same it reminds me of walking into um, uh, a room once I was playing music no one was in it but the radio was just playing it was a, a wing song I never heard before and it was just instrumental at that point it's like oh this bass sounds like Paul McCartney and I was like made me question well how do what what does that mean um, and Nels is very much like that too, with his his playing is distinct. Yeah, I guess I, Paul McCartney definitely has a a sound to the way he plays bass. Yeah. It's yeah, so, a you know even if he plays on a different bass, it still sounds like Paul. Nels still sounds like Nels. There's some really cool bass on this song too. Speaking of bass, that may be my favorite song off of the Joy. Actually. Um, I'm partial hold me anyway but this is definitely an album highlight now Jason let me tell you a story though about listening to this song watching Jeff Tweedy perform this song so Jeff during the pandemic did a, a show with his uh, family called uh, the Tweedy show on Instagram uh, and when there wasn't technical issues uh, it was often awesome because it's just like Jeff hanging out in his living room uh, playing songs and you know his kids would Spence who would go on to a drum kit and tap along or son, Sammy would come and harmonize or, or the kids would sing songs on their own. It was wonderful. Uh, and they had an episode where they had to drive out to like Sammy's um, college to his dorm room and pick up uh, his um, 
think it was this. They had to pick up his um, some stuff he had left behind during the pandemic. So um, the show was, I think it was Spencer driving and Jeff sitting in the back seat with his guitar and they're playing songs uh, in the car as they're driving. And people are making requests. And of course, if Jeff Tweedy's in a car, what's the first song you're going to request him to play? Passenger side. So he plays passenger side. And then somebody yells out, yells out it writes in the comments uh white wooden cross and so jeff played white wooden cross which was a very uncomfortable song to hear somebody in a moving vehicle perform why because uh, this is a song about people dying in auto accidents on the side of the oh. road that's what the white wooden cross is right so it's kind of like oh no this is this is you know um one of those things like accidents waiting to happen like oh did you hear what happened to the guy from wilco he was playing the song about dying in a car accident and he got in a car accident so i think the collective wilco fan base watching this sort of held their breath and everything was fine and it was okay but uh just as a person myself who's a little superstitious sometimes uh uh that was a little little nerve-wracking um but i think that speaks to um how universal this song is we all go on road trips and we all see that you know memorial uh you know every couple kilometers on the side of the road uh or sometimes even in cities where you know an accident happened and you know a young person lost their life or somebody lost their life and we all know either people who did or um you know or know of people who were in those accidents and um uh so you know you can't help it's a reminder right when you're not expecting it you see it on the side of the road that uh the um uh is christianity is christianity the the main religion up in canada uh probably yeah yeah interesting i I don't know why i would think differently but i do you guys have the first church of something everywhere because here in ohio we have literally every church is the first church of something oh uh i don't know i truthfully don't pay that much attention uh probably um i know it's different when you cross in the state so when we like cross the border into north dakota like all the billboards are about um churches or are funded by churches and they're like anti-abortions or yeah it's, stuff it's like that. you don't really see that as much in canada like the churches aren't as the impression i get at least from my perspective is they're not as vocal uh but in the states it's it's a it's a they're, it's much more in, in your 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 face, and there's a, I've seen the videos of like the Westboro Baptists doing oh, their yeah. protests and it's terrible. Um, but uh, um, yeah, just the the crosses on the side of the road, or if it you know sometimes it'll be like a little memorial or a bunch of flowers. You can see that. And I remember a very strong memory of uh, um, one of my bro- a girl one of my brothers knew near our house went through a pretty uh, sharp corner um, too fast and uh, there was an accident there that we drove past every day and for like a couple of years there there was a cross there and flowers or uh, people had put out um, for quite a long time so when I hear this song that's what I think of is just you know uh, I got one better on you man so I'm not better this is terrible but um, so a guy I went to a really small high school and the guy that we that was like real everybody loved, he was a great guy, um, died basically in front of the high school in a car accident, like basically right in front of the high school. Like it was it was off a little bit, but it, but it was it was actually in somebody's yard that lived next door to the high school, and so that was uh, a 
that that was there just throughout high school the entire time and not not only that the house that he the yard that he crashed in my buddy owns that house now oh really yeah isn't that crazy yeah Yeah. i mean i guess somebody has to own the house Uh, yeah it's just um, it's just funny how stuff like that happens um but i guess not no it's not funny it's just funny strange yeah yeah yeah, I know. I, I'd say that too. Where I'll say, "Oh, that's that's funny for things that aren't funny, but it should be strange." Uh, and then I remember my dad correcting me once when I was kid. There's not, nothing funny about that. I'm like, "Well, I didn't mean ha ha funny, Dad. Get out of my case." Um, I have a quote from Mr. Tweedy. So maybe we can wrap things up with a with a Jeff Tweedy quote about this song. I pulled this out like two years ago when we started prepping for the show. I fe- there was a Vulture article, uh, and I. Uh, he talked about White Wooden Cross, so I saved this. It's been in my notes, that's why I'm like, I need to read this because uh, I've been sitting on this quote since day one, basically. Uh, so from Vulture uh, Magazine website, whatever they're called, Vulture, asked his favorite song off the new album. This is Jeff's quote. My favorite songs are generally the songs that I feel like someone else could have written or someone else could sing, where I feel I tapped into something that is just as classic songwriting that is just a classic songwriting kind of thing. White Wooden Cross to me is one of those types of songs that where I can hear a lot of different people singing it. A lot of people might have been able to write it if they had been in the right circumstance. Your requirements aren't as personalized. So it's not a personal song from Jeff, but it's like a universal song. Um which uh um I think kind of speaks to just how um, this is, you know, the sort of thing everyone thinks about is, you know, every time uh, a family member gets in a car and leaves, there's always that little voice in the back of your head that, you know, who knows where they're going or what's going to happen, you know, in the car or after they get there. So this is the last time you're going to see them. So um, Jeff kind of seems like from that quote, that's what he's trying to tap into. So when your wife goes somewhere, do you always think that you might never see her again? I think I'm probably going to die because uh, I live a little bit more dangerously than her. But no, it's just like like when you leave the house, I always say like, uh, or when I hang up the phone for my parents, I always say I love you. Because who knows, right? Like, you know, I might not talk to them for another couple of days. When I, when I, you know, my wife leaves before me uh, for work or she leaves the house, I'm still working from home. Uh, and we always say I love you. And part of it's because, well, if, if, you know, something does happen today to me or to her, I want the last thing we said to each other, ideally if we're not together, to be I love you. Well, all right, everybody. If you want to go to abcwilker.com, find all the ways to support the show, the most important of which is being a, is leaving, not being being a rating and review, leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or giving us a follow on Spotify. Jason, <laughs> I got to ask you really quick. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. So that's okay. uh, we're, we're gearing up to like the final episode is within sight. Are we still on the final episode? going to be telling people to leave a rating and review like, like yes. at, at that point yes. is it a, a move point or are we going to be going till the end like they need to give us ratings even after we're done this show can i explain to you why yeah because absolutely. because when we step when we're done recording this it, it's it still exists okay. and so, it can still okay. grow and like you know people people if it's easier to find the people that uh need want, want to listen to something like that yeah, yeah. So, so even so, listener, even if this is five years in the future, and Jason and I are of course both dead, uh, you should still give us some ratings and reviews. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. 
I, I, I'll probably have cardiac arrest or something by then, I'm sure. So I'll yeah. go in a blaze of glory. <laughs> or I'll drink too many too much caffeine and my heart will just... <laughs> <laughs> Are you still off the soda? Uh, I, yeah, I'm doing it like once a week. Um, oh, and I've, I've realized I can drink non-caffeinated soda like ginger ale. Like, that's fine. Um, so it's just like the Coca-Cola and, and stuff like that. But I had a can today to get me through the afternoon because I was fading fast. I think that's the first time I've had pop in about a week or so. I'm doing good. We can find Kevin in his non-soda drinking butt over at Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. You can buy my artwork. Uh, the next episode we are covering whole love. Until then, every little thing is going to take.